Hey, thanks for listening to Roland's Perspective. If you like this show, don't forget to give it a five-star rating so that other people can find it too. And if it's not your cup of tea, go ahead and still give it five stars so that the algorithm will find someone whose cup of tea it is. And if you really enjoy the pod, consider giving me a donation so that I can invest in upgraded equipment and exciting life experiences to come back here and talk about. Thank you and enjoy the show. The divine feminine is not about being submissive to a man. And it's not heteronormative relationship only. Everyone has it. Perfect. Uh, everything is perfect. And it's so crazy. I tried to record this video yesterday and it was just not going my way. And I really hated that because I didn't want to be one of those people that had to say, I tried to record this video yesterday and it wasn't going my way. So I feel like an actual YouTuber now because that happened to me. It just wasn't working. So I went back and I took hours re like writing out this entire video and for most of this shit I'm just gonna be reading because all of my thoughts have been put on paper and I'm feeling very good about myself so <clears throat> let's begin shall we everything and everybody has been pissing me the fuck off it's the Aries new moon I know what it is Capricorn rising here but anyway when did divine femininity and submissiveness submissiveness become one where did that happen because that's false that's not it at all divine femininity literally is about the mother wound and literally working to create boundaries to speak up for yourself for self-worth to understand you can have the life that you want but being in flow i get that but going with the flow because of a nigga and blah 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 not speaking up for yourself who is that helping it's about your relationship with yourself not niggas not men i'm just where the where, where i'm making another tiktok because i'm genuinely upset okay maybe not zoom in so much like, I'm watching this video. I'm watching this. I'm watching this. It's called Submissive Woman, Subservience, Divine Feminine, and Consent. Okay. It's by Monica, Monica Hernandez. And I'm just really upset because divine femininity has turned into something so sinister. And she's, like, talking about how divine femininity is, like, uplifting the patriarchy and i get where she's coming from i understand that but the core of what divine femininity femininity is has gotten lost because that's not what it is so she was just let me let's let's run it back shall we it's time it just creeps saying you know right now like it's easy to see the beautiful hyper feminine young women online talking about opening themselves up to receive to be taken care of to be sought to be led to be good wives to husbands let's stop there opening yourself up to receive yes um allowing yourself to receive help and not always doing things because you can like if someone says let me help you here i i don't have to do it like here if you want to cool but like why struggle if you don't need to i get that how did we get from point a 
to point B, being good wives to husbands, being submissive. I get being soft, like in your own life. This is my whole issue. Why my whole thing is that this is a relationship between you and you and how you interact with yourself and other people. Why are we bringing men into this? Why are we bringing romantic partnership immediately into like, why is divine femininity tied with that? I don't like that. It's not about that. And my whole thing, like literally in life is balanced within yourself, your relationship with yourself. I'm just really irritated. I'm just overall really irritated because how did we get here? Who did this? Why is it that trash ideas become the most popular and take over what was meant to be so sacred and just? Like, hi, my name is Roland and I make spirituality content on YouTube. I talk about life and lessons and thoughts and blessings. I also have a podcast called Roland's Perspective. If you're listening to it, then you may notice this week's episode is the audio taken from this YouTube video. And if you're watching the video, there are 32 more podcast episodes to pick and choose from, from 5D consciousness to maturation, like I had a conversation on maturity with my friend Courtney, to what it means to be present and confident in your life and in your choices. I'm all about empowerment and you'll see... (laughs) I'm, I'm sure you'll see that reflected throughout this video. <laughs> Let's get started. I'm upset. When did divine femininity become about bullshit? About pleasing a man and letting yourself be saved as a woman? I was watching Monica's video, Monica Hernandez, made some rants on TikTok, and then realized I needed to make a full video. So here I am. I want to start off by saying feminine and masculine are placeholders for energy semantics they are representatives of a collective key words that describe their respective energies in the cosmos you know let's get zoom out into cosmology there is creative energy yang and structure energy yin which supports this creative power akon You cannot have this chaotic creative energy energy manifest into physicality and order without yin. And with no yang, yin is useless and life does not exist. Opposite but interconnected forces. It's called duality. Get it? And before I move on, this is not like coming for Monica or anything. This is coming for people who have taken the sacred... um, concepts and have used them to uplift patriarchy in the most sinister insidious like monica said what these energies reside in everybody you cannot have one without the other yes it is typical for males to have more or naturally exhibit masculine energy and for females to exhibit feminine energy but regardless of what amount of each energies reside in somebody, it is up to them to balance these in energies independently of one another to create harmony in themselves. Because this energy can be balanced or unbalanced, not meaning you have more or less of feminine or masculine energies. No, unbalanced masculine energy and unbalanced feminine energy, which I will get into. I'm here to serve as like, 
teacher sounds pretentious, but as a sort of like teacher for what's actually divine femininity, just in case you have been going through YouTube and other social spaces and have been seeing divine femininity linked to submissiveness because that is not the case. That is not true and that is not right. Okay, let's continue. So men or males, you need to cultivate nurturing, get in line with your intuition, be vulnerable, surrender to the unknown, be open, trusting, trusting and creative when it comes to your goals learn how to tap into being magnetic and letting the flow come to you going with the flow and letting what you desire come to you while balancing that with your nurture of being a go-getter and aggressive and I say nurture because I feel like society definitely like raises up males and females you know with gender roles so that's why I say nurture instead of nature because some men some males are out here with naturally more feminine energies and I'm gonna get into all of that don't you worry don't you worry my dear women w-o-m-b-a-n need to cultivate discipline consistency focus accountability and stability when it comes to our goals we must learn to cultivate ambition logic and response to this motherfucking video I was too damn good y'all I was talking for a good 18 minutes and this this shit cut off y'all somebody really does not want this video to go out is what I'm feeling and I have never felt like that before and when I heard people say that I'd be like who but now that I feel there's no internal resistance and everything that has been blocking the making of this video has been like external I'm starting to feel like somebody don't want this video to come out, but we move, bitch. Mm, I'm glad I checked. Something was just like, I was just like, let me make sure this shit is recording. And it wasn't. Damn, that's okay. That's okay. Cause that's, see, this is why we write everything down. Let me make sure it's recorded. All right, all right. So, where I left off, you know, this is going to be, it's going to be even better. I was saying, I was saying how women need to learn how to take responsibility for our lives because I think maybe traditionally and generationally, we have been conditioned to depend on a man for our survival this is actually true you not too long ago you could not vote without having a husband you could not open a bank account without having a husband you could not buy a car without having a husband like we've been conditioned to depend on men for a very long time but a new dawn has come my girl a new dawn has come we must take response we must learn to take responsibility for our lives and this is just for emotional health so that you can balance this energy within you because it feels really good to get to a place where you feel in control of how your life could play out whatever you want it's in your heart for a reason and you can get that that's one of the that's one of the anchoring maybe beliefs or factors in the divine feminine it's about cultivating a sense of self-worth for the life you desire because you don't desire what you desire for nothing you have that seed planted in you by jaw to grow it 
when it comes to our goals, we need to cultivate ambition, logic, responsibility. We need to make it happen and not take no for an answer when it comes to our goals while balancing our nurture of being flowy and magnetic. And also, I think women have like an air, like a connotation of being passive. And I don't know, I, I think it might just be a feminine quality, like a feminine trait. Because when I think of being passive, I think of like not having any ambition, but maybe the presence of one thing doesn't negate the presence of another. But in, in like in this way, in context, I'm seeking, I'm saying, I think passive means just letting your desires flow to you as you focus on your health and your health being your wealth type of thing. So focusing on your five pillars, your five pillars, five pillars of health, mental physical spiritual social and mental physical spiritual I personally have experienced the feeling of being passive when it comes to my own goals and legit wanting like desiring to be saved by someone baby this the last one I promise no I don't so look it's about compulsive performance of femininity as a means to like I don't know, think you'll be saved. No one's coming to save you. Nobody is coming to save you. That is the point of balancing the energies. One of the things when it comes to the divine feminine is feeling worthy of creating the life that you want to live. No one's coming to save you, hun. You do it yourself. Do you know how to create boundaries? Do you have a good relationship to authority and discipline? Huh? But then realizing that I would only resent myself and probably that other person as well in the long run because deep down I know I could have done it myself and now I owe my success to someone else. And you don't, you don't want that. You want to be able to say, I had a dream and I made it happen. Of course you had help on the way, but no one gave it to you. I went out and I got it or I sat down and I wrote it and I exhibited the qualities of the type of person who was living that life or that lifestyle and I changed my mindset to become that boss bitch that I wanted to be or what have you. And look, there are some women out there who genuinely want to be taken care of by a man. I don't know if that's programmed you know, everything is programmed. That's that's arguable. But look, the life you want to live, baby, all I'm saying is take the inspired action and stay disciplined to receive it. I have like PTSD, so I keep checking to see if it's recording. So this is why it's so confusing to me how this concept has been used to uplift patriarchy because the point of divine femininity is independence within yourself and all I could think of is that men's will to hold on to power is strong and someone commented on one it's crazy how I'm literally repeating everything I said in the previous fucking record someone in my on my tiktok commented and said that they they truly believe that every marginalized group has been in power at one point in time and the people who have overthrown them subconsciously know that we have power and they are oppressing us so that we do not rise to take over again. And babe, I don't see anything wrong with that logic at all. But anyway, everyone has these energies within them and the goal is to balance them, which how did we link this to submission to men? The divine feminine and divine masculine aspects are supposed to be 
you cultivating these relationships to yourself and to your goals. And then from there, the relationships around you magically improve. Like, they naturally improve. I'm getting a little hot. But anyway, yeah, the goal is to balance these energies within yourself. So let's talk about that. The divine feminine and the divine masculine both have their respective qualities. The divine feminine is actually about tapping into sensitivity, being guided with internal intuition, being sensitive, being creative, creation, and flow. The whole point of these ideas is to cultivate them within you. Everyone should do this. It's available to everyone and to balance this energy and when you begin to be better simply by wanting to be better because as soon as you have the desire to want to get to know yourself why you are the way that you are to be to be healthy socially you notice that you cannot function in social relationships or you it's like your soul just knows that this can't be it and you start to dig you start to you know like ask yourself questions and become self-aware The universe conspires to support this desire and you run into obstacles because challenges are here to make you grow. And that is a perspective I can genuinely say I have adopted fully because I definitely used to be in the victim mindset. The world is out to get me. The world is against me. Where I've come from is all I know and that's all that's possible. I'm never gonna blah, blah, blah. It's never gonna get better than this. That's not true. Oh, how I wish I could shake you and say that's not true. That's not true. The power that you have to create your own reality simply by focusing on the way you perceive the things around you. Man. But anyway, you run into obstacles and this is to strengthen this desire and lead you in the direction of this desire being conceptualized, materialized, and true. Let's talk affirmations real quick. I believe affirmations are many manifestations and we will take I am confident as an example. When you say I am confident, you begin to see reflected back to you all the ways in which you are not confident so that you can... work through each and every way that you are not confident to build a sense of confidence I'm at the point now where I've experienced or I've um, come across confidence as being built on competence and not hollow self-esteem and that's great because when I answered some solar plexus chakra journal prompts one of the questions was how do you know that you're confident and my answer was by knowing it by knowing my stuff like when it comes to singing I feel confident in singing because I've practiced enough you know I feel confident on stage I feel confident right now because I've written everything down and I've gone through mentally this whole video so I know my stuff you can't tell me shit because this confidence is built upon competence so yeah no matter what affirmation you say you begin to see reflected to you like ways to strengthen that and make that statement true for you. And I love that. All right. (laughs) So for the divine feminine, what this means, the obstacles is running into the mother wound. And this is taken from a website, what I'm about to say. And I'll let you know, I guess when I start, I don't know, you can go on the website and see what are my words and what are these words, but I've linked all of the websites I will reference down in the the description and the biography of the podcast episode that's still the description besides the point the mother wound 
The mother wound is an attachment trauma that creates a sense of confusion and devastation in the child's psyche. It instills deeply rooted beliefs that make the child feel unloved, abandoned, unworthy of care, big one, and even fearful of expression themselves. Because you know, historically, women have been conditioned to set aside their needs for everyone else around them. It don't even, I mean, men especially, but everyone around them, growing up a not me, but in an African household, being the oldest sister, like you're the first child, babe, I'm sorry for you. Give me a hug. I will give you a hug because I know you need it. Women have been conditioned to set their needs aside as if they are not whole as human beings. And I see this in my mom and it makes me so sad because I'm like, girl, you're worthy of everything you want. Ask for what you want. And it's the way that women have settled for niggas who will not change to to accommodate them because they've been raised to have this sense of inflated ego and belief that everyone should move for them and it's sick and gross and disgusting and I hate it so (laughs) this instills deeply rooted beliefs to make the child feel unloved abandoned unworthy of care and even fearful of expression themselves like and and, and even fearful of expressing themselves or even fearful of of expression itself and it's just so sad like everyone deserves to have a sense of self self self-esteem self-confidence and just all of those real solar plexus energies man We tend to think of our first love as our childhood crush or childhood sweetheart, but it really all begins with our mother. The mother-child relationship is a profoundly important influence that teaches us how we find love and safety in the world. While mothers are seen as external stewards of consummate guidance and unwavering support, a mother's identity is always much more complex than that. And this is something I urge you, like, I'm so glad I found this when I did. And it really did, it really did relieve a lot of, like, anger and pressure I put on my mom because she's a person. She's a person no matter how much I didn't get, no matter how much she was supposed to do this and supposed to do that, she's a human being and she did her best, period. She did her best, period. Can I say the same for my father? We'll see. But she did her best, And I love her and I accept her and I accept her best, especially since I have been blessed with the tools to cultivate for myself what she wasn't able to give me because she didn't get. That's not her fault. And it's not her fault that she didn't cultivate those things afterwards because did she have the tools? I've been blessed with the internet. I've been blessed with Pinterest, which has given me a interaction with these concepts themselves that I wish y'all have had the, the the interaction with but there are people who get the first interaction with divine femininity being linked to submission to men which is so crazy that it creates the cycle of patriarchy once again like it just perpetuates it and it's sick and I'm sorry and that's why I'm here so thank you for watching this video this is for you I feel really guy right now like what society needs and what like I can provide is like coming together and I feel like really good about myself (laughs) so yeah as women mothers live in a deeply misogynistic world and if those toxic messages haven't been worked out of their belief systems or out of their belief system they may inadvertently pass down these burdens to their children doing their best 
This matrilineal pain is sometimes called the mother wound. So to recap, the mother wound is a concept that speaks to the generational pain inherited and passed down between grandmothers, mothers, and daughters caused by living in a patriarchal culture that's oppressive towards women. So with all of that being said, the divine feminine is also about boundaries. It's about boundaries with yourself as well as others, but it's about yourself, your goals, and then your relationships just naturally get better. Checking. Great. It's about trust, self-reliance, sense of self, feeling your feelings and allowing them to be felt, body acceptance. So much, y'all. Read The Body is Not an Apology Right Now by Sonia Renee Taylor. It's about inspiration versus competition with other women and when it comes for when it comes to men when it comes to males who have feminine energy within them this is about competition with other males the divine feminine is about having a sense of self-worth about feeling like you deserve the life that you feel is in here babe you want that you deserve that you want that not for no reason you want that because you can have that that seed is planted in you for it to grow so like i said these energies exist within everyone and the goal is to balance them so let's look at some emotional manifestations of unbalanced slash wounded feminine energies which again can be present in anyone i don't know what the best way to say this like to to depict it in my words if someone can help me please do so in the comments but the feminine and masculine energies have been have had gendered gender roles put on them and have been split and you know what you know what i'm not even mad i'm gonna get into it i, I need to trust myself because baby best believe you know what? i just remember it's in here never mind never mind i don't need the help anymore but you know if you if you still want to share know what you think about any of the things i'm talking about if you have anything to add i don't give a fuck if you disagree don't put that down there um if you have anything to add to the conversation go ahead and put that in the comments okay thank you some aspects of the wounded feminine is being insecure being needy being codependent being manipulative being inauthentic being overly emotional and having a victim mindset and it's so easy to just say that this is a woman thing no babe there are insecure men there are needy men there are codependent men <laughs> yeah there are manipulative inauthentic and over over emotional victimized mindset men that exists you know why because <laughs> the feminine energy is unbalanced within them because it's not a male or female thing it's a feminine and masculine thing which resides in every living being on earth every creation on earth like nothing in this world can exist without feminine and masculine qualities within them you literally would not see shit if it weren't for masculine and masculine structure energy you could not have life without life which is feminine energy like that creation your that soul kind of shit that energy that you don't see that's the feminine quality that's the feminine energy this video was only going to focus on the divine feminine aspect to drag people who are using the final upliftment and empowerment of women to drag us back down to the depths of patriarchal hell, but it has become something bigger than me. 
Someone told me that the, that most of the divine feminine videos they come across are involved or center patriarch patriarchal ideals or romantic relationships, and it's very upsetting. So there's a need to cut through all of the noise, and that's why I am here. So now, let's talk about the divine masculine. Let me give you the keywords, energy, connotation-ish. And I don't want to say connotation like society connotation, but let me give you the energy of what this word masculine, divine masculine represents. Like I said, this is about being disciplined. This is about having boundaries. This is about um, having integrity, being honest and accountable, having discipline, consistency, being responsible for your life, going out and getting what you want. Some balanced qualities of the masculine energy in a person is a person who is deeply present, who doesn't judge. Actually, deeply present sounds like something for feminine quality, but whatever. Doesn't judge, has integrity, is focused, logical, humble, and ambitious. I want to talk about ambitious women. There's this idea that women who are ambitious have lost themselves and they need to return to the natural and be soft women as they should, which once again pushes the gender dichotomy onto these concepts as if they do not exist within everyone. What was I worried about? I wrote it down. It's the splitting up of the two that really bothers me. Divine femininity is not women and divine masculinity is not men, okay? It is okay to be ambitious. Some women naturally have more masculine energy within them. For example, me. I have a lot of earth energy. I am a Virgo sun, Capricorn rising. These are earth signs, yin energy, down to the ground, structure, stable, focused, fixed. Well, which one of those is fixed? No, Capricorn is cardinal, Virgo is mutable. Okay, none of those are fixed, but I mean stable. I love astrology, and you should have already known that I was finna bring that shit into this. But anyway. So, from the app Astro Future, this is what it says about my, my, my energy. So, my duality. My masculine energy is very strong. And when I first read this, I immediately thought, I'm manly? Like I'm I'm a man. I I have I have male traits. Like I I have male traits. No, babe. No. No. So I'm going to read what it says. Action wins over caution with abundant masculine energy. This masculinity lacks emotional maturity. You prefer not to concern yourself with matters that are too private or reveal feelings. For this reason, you often fall short when it comes to understanding or considering the feelings and needs of others. Communication is rooted in facts and information much more than emotional feeling and consideration. So I want to say that the feminine energy in women have been exploited and kind of like forced onto women as who they should be and I'm thinking of that in terms of being overly compromising for men and everyone else in their lives yeah just a thought so the divine masculine it is not a male trait like I, I don't have all of that stuff that it was talking about being concerned rooted in facts and um 
action over caution, this is not a male trait. It is a masculine trait. It exists within me and I am a woman. Just as a male can lack ambition and drive and be naturally well-versed in sensitivity, vulnerability, and flow, it's not a female trait to do that. And it's crazy because I've, I've like been around um, spaces and in spaces where men will like laugh at a nigga for being feminine. Well, and they'll, they'll be like, that's a female trait. No, it's not. It's a feminine trait. That's where we have gone wrong. These are not gender traits. They exist in everybody. I can see how we got here. Semantics. Being sensitive, vulnerability, and flowing, having that as a, as a man, you having those traits naturally more within you or naturally more balanced within you, it's okay. We must learn to cultivate the unbalanced or less present energies within ourselves. And I don't know if we're supposed to balance these energies to have like the same amount of feminine energy and the same amount of masculine energy. I don't I don't think so cuz natally we either have we are all a different mix, a different balance of each of these energies. So, I just think if you have the wounded manifestations of these energies, heal them that's it for example i have done so well now when it comes to emotional maturity i am more vulnerable and i have more emotional intelligence in relationships because i have created a sense of safe space within me that doesn't take offense to people who aren't emotionally mature enough to get it i still struggle with other aspects of this innate duality of mine but the universe supports me in my quest for balance so it's okay and i'm only 21 so not too much on me Wounded masculine energy in anyone shows up as being controlling, overly aggressive and competitive, being abusive and unstable, avoiding your emotions and withdrawing from vulnerability and conflict with the and withdrawing from conflict with the opportunity to reveal something about yourself. Overworking also. Especially as a way to avoid your emotions. I'm reading this book. It's called The Dance of Intimacy, A Woman's Guide to Create Courageous Acts in Her Close Relationships. I wouldn't call it a self-help book. It's more of like a psychology book with multiple case studies that you can gain insight from. But it does, you know, give you tips and stuff. I really love it. So now let's talk about the father wound. And I need to go quickly because I'm starting to get cold. It's starting to get dark. The father wound. Essentially the same as a mother wound, but just if you have an absent father or an emotionally unhealthy father in your life and you don't have a good relationship with your father, here are some manifestations of these situations. So fathers are typically the disciplinary person or the person with the more masculine energy. Now, a mother can definitely be the person in the family dynamics to discipline a child, but let's think in general like societal connotations here. When I think of a Western nuclear family, the mother is caretaking and the dad does not handle emotions, but somehow handles the discipline, which is so weird. This divides and sets the tone for a weird, like, weird dynamic with discipline and authority that lacks the nurturing aspects of grace and gentleness that must be present for effective discipline and consistency in your own life. Like, talk about reparenting yourself and incorporating both of these energies within that because you can't live without the other. Like, like, let's be for real. So this is from Jenny at JennyUrich.com. 
the father wound okay understanding the father wound maybe you learn that your father is not interested in you except when you get great grades at school and he sees you doing your homework you become the chaser you learn that study and grades are the way to get his attention and a kind of love from him you become an overachiever find it hard to switch off and put a lot of academic pressure on yourself or maybe you try a few things, but it's clear he's never going to notice you. You may turn away from him energetically and emotionally. You close down and detach. You become the protector, the protector of self. You are no longer willing to be hurt, so you shut down the desire to be loved. You later find yourself struggling to be vulnerable in intimate relationships, having one foot in and one foot out. Now, this I just realized is explaining the father wound when it comes to your father actually physically being present in your life but emotionally being withdrawn so i'm i have stuff on it i have just hear me out part of the work with the father wound is the work of reparenting reparenting allows us to defrost parts of ourselves that we froze in childhood because we didn't know what to do with the hurt it frees us from the past and gives us the opportunity to create new expectations and new experiences. Where you have come from does not have to be where you're going. I need to move quickly. So here are five signs that you may have a father wound. Your father disapproved of you or your behavior. Your father didn't have any time for you. You felt scared of your father. Your father withheld love, food, or other essentials as punishment, or your father was emotionally or physically absent. So Jenny, how does the father wound show up? According to her, there are two ways, and this is when he's in your life, but emotionally absent. And I'm gonna talk a little bit about um, him being physically absent as well. According to Jenny, there are two ways, and y'all can do your own research to find what applies to you. I personally love Pinterest for real unsullied information, and that's on Game of Thrones. Now, the protector <laughs> creates a hard shell saying things or thinking things feeling things like i don't need his love i'll shut my i'll shut down my deep yearning to be close i'll try to punish him for not loving me i'll be tough i find weakness repulsive i don't care what he thinks or wants i'll do what i feel like rebellion as an adult this person tends to deny their own deep need to be loved and accepted be wary of men expect to be rejected by men keep one foot in and one foot out in relationships get scared when shit starts to get deep and real and can be called hard to really get to know <clears throat> the chaser this is number two if i get good grades get into the t he will love me like what the fuck does that even mean if I get good grades, he will love me. I will do anything for his attention and love. I worship dad. I wish he would notice me. I care what he thinks and want to please him. The good girl. The good girl, okay? As an adult, this person tends to, or the good boy, this person tends to believe we have to do things to be loved, perform for attention, become the good person, like the good girl or good boy, whatever, around men have people-pleasing behaviors and become a chameleon of what we imagine others want us to be and so now i'm going to just talk about in general how the father wound manifests performing or achieving in order to be loved or feel worthy a core belief of feeling or unworthy or not good enough seeking validation approval and sense of self through other people codependency unconsciously choosing partners that mimic the conflicted father-child dynamic or the inner child fantasy, a hero worshiping a father in order to protect from acknowledged pain. Other ways this may show up is that you may have the need to take control in your relationships, 
difficulty trusting other men, a strong fear of being left, low self-esteem and confidence, lack of boundaries, being attracted to partners who also have a father wound, and attracting emotionally unavailable partners. So I looked up, like on Google, what a girl whose father like was emotionally there for her, what she would you know, desire in a relationship. And all I could find was that a person who has an emotionally present father in her life, like a girl, because I'm a woman, so I'm speaking for myself here, that girl has a high self-esteem and self and sense of self-worth. So, like, she won't accept just anything from anybody. I guess having standards, maybe, because, like, I'm not bitch. Don't, you better come correct, the fuck. Like, I have a daddy who loves me. I'm spoiled. Like, you're going to have to do better than that. So maybe that's what it is. Because I also watched another video that talked about um, how teenage girls who have absent fathers tend to place this expectation on the men that they are with to validate them and, and give them high self-esteem when that's not their job. That's not their job. That's your father's job. And your father was not in your life. So that's why you're putting that onto this man. But you need to cultivate that within yourself. And then she talks about going on and forgiveness and all the things. But anyway. Hi. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Personally, when it came to me, I felt like I needed to produce in order to be worthy. Felt like I had to work to deserve rest, which is so fucking crazy to think about now, but whatever. Growing up and even now, I've always seen my father working and not taking a break, always saying that he can't didn't know. I didn't know how to say no to myself to like I didn't know how to say no to myself. Like when it came to being full and listening to my body, like I was resisting that because, you know, there was a lot of shit going on with that whole thing. I had emotions that I literally could not digest and it was. The way your emotions manifest in your physical in your physical self when you do not deal with them is crazy. And I wish, oh my God, like I wish more people, because social media is not real. So even though I have found myself in spaces and online communities that, you know, see the importance in emotions, there are still so many people out in the actual real world who dismiss emotions like they are not the basis for your entire well-being. Like the shit that you can't see is actually what's more important than what you can't see. Because it's the shit that you can't see that becomes what you can. Like. So I didn't know how to say no to myself. And I re- and I resisted my inner authority. I didn't like have a good relationship to discipline and consistency. Because I like I didn't have a good relationship to authority. Like my dad is just mean. He's just mean. I don't want to listen to myself. I don't want to listen to you. Like, I don't have a good relationship to authority here. But after researching all of this information, like, y'all, I wanted to go lay down and think about all this because awareness is always the first painful step. Like, after seeing how the father wound presents itself in, like, romantic relationships, I was like, "Mm, let me go take a nap and think about it. Because maybe it's not just my relationship to consistency and discipline, which is what this video is supposed to center on. Look at me. Look at me doing the same thing and bringing relationships into this. But these and like these are romantic relationships as well. But that's interesting. I wonder how for a man, 
how a mother wound might show up in his relationships or for a male how a mother wound might show up in their relationships at least i'm not here telling your ass to like fucking be submissive and shit or like beat a nigga's ass so with all this being said i just i want to bring in the idea of calling men daddy like women calling men daddy as something sexual I just I don't I just don't know how I feel about that anymore because I, I feel like I, I kind of got passive about it and I was just like okay because when it first started coming out I was like what the fuck I would I could never call a nigga daddy what the hell like I kind of like my dad so I don't I don't want to do that but then I got to a place where I like emotionally cut myself off from my father don't speak to him and I just was able to like separate the two like I call you daddy why like I'm not supposed to put these father expectations on you like men want women to call them daddy and then feel a type of way when the woman expects them to do fatherly duties like (laughs) I don't know I think it's just really weird and like mixed up and I don't know I don't know where to go from here just a thought I don't know if I want to continue calling men daddy because you're not my dad like that's weird (laughs) that's weird tell me what you think about that please put in the comments below what you think about that if you're watching this if you're listening to this as the podcast I think the Q&A question for this week will be how do you feel about calling men daddy how do you feel about that ah so I'm nearing the end of this video finally Thank you for sticking this far. I'm not even going to say finally like you didn't just have the time of your life with me. But anyway, a quick Pinterest search can give you insight on everything I talked about today. I love Pinterest. Like there are people who whose life's work it has become to give you this information to balance these energies within yourself so that you can live a life of just like goodness no matter where you are. Like no matter what your reality is like physically looking like when you're good in here like oh inner peace I wish that on everyone watching this video boom like from me to you please open yourself to accepting it like from me to you I wish for peace I wish you have peace and happiness and positivity in your life I wish for a positive outlook in your life which doesn't mean that nothing will ever go wrong it's just that I can handle it and everything serves my growth and growth mindset like I just wish for the best for you whatever that means for you and for me I just and the best for you is the best for humanity so go out there like that's another thing quickly like what you want is what's best for everybody and if you trigger other people great that's what's best for them so with all of that being said all right we still recording I think the goal (laughs) collectively I think we should all intend to exist in relationships with ourselves and then others in a healthy way and Cameron if you're watching this I know you asked me for my 1,000 follower for my 1,000 subscriber live stream which again thank y'all I love like thank you you rock with me and I appreciate that for my live stream Q&A Cameron asked me if there's anything I think society like collectively should be doing and I answered like no because I don't well I don't like to use the word should often like I'm trying my best and hardest to eliminate it from my vocabulary completely but 
I think that what everyone is desiring to do is what's best for humanity as a whole. Like, the Earth has been here for a really long time, y'all. The Earth has been here for a really long time. She's powerful. She's strong. Mother Gaia is strong, okay? The Earth has been here for a very long time. What humans do or don't do, I think she'll be okay because I don't think we're going to outlive her. I don't think we're going to outlive the Earth, guys. I don't think the Earth is going to die and then we die. I think we're going to be our own demise first and then the Earth will do what she does and heal. Chernobyl is flourishing. Like, the, the plant life in Chernobyl right now is flourishing. But... I think now I have a better answer to that. If there's anything we should all be doing, I don't want to say should. If there's anything that is best for everyone on earth to be doing, and I hope that by spreading this video and you spread this video as well, please share this to someone who you think would benefit from this information of just becoming your best self emotionally. I think that that's what's best for society as a whole. Like, I hope that this video goes well beyond my reach energetically. And my, I intend for my energy to work well beyond what I can see from the analytics and all the numbers and shit like that. If you don't go at relationships from that angle of existing in a healthy manner, then you've already gone wrong. You've already gone wrong. So if there's anything I think we should be doing, it's healing it's healing and you know what some people's life purposes on this earth at this time is not to heal and I'm at peace with that that's okay like what is happening is what's supposed to happen is what will happen is what's supposed to happen I think we all should ex I, I think we should all intend to exist in relationships with ourselves and then each other's in a healthy way. If you don't go at it from that angle, then you've already gone wrong. Like a 30-year-old man seeking out a 21-year-old for her agreeableness. Like you know that's wrong. And you're taking advantage of a girl who has been subject to the conditioning of patriarchy. Because you benefit from it. So I guess I don't blame you. Because if you can play the game, play it. And you're still gross for not doing better. Two things, three things, four things, five things can be true at once. Like, play the game if you can play it. If I was a man and all of this shit was created to, like, help me um, dodge accountability and live my best life, nah. The type of person I am, like, if Roland, if Roland, if my consciousness was a man, I still would not do that shit because I actually want to be better. Like, I actually want to be a good person and not a fucking disgusting hermit. That's all for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for listening to Roland's Perspective. And I hope to hear you in the next episode and the next video. Bye. Make sure you share your um, opinions down below. If it doesn't have anything to say and if you're like opposing my views, I'm going to block you. Simple as that. Okay, bye.